Hi, everybody. Hello, hey. Internet. Hey, Internet. Sorry for the lateness. It's Derek's fault. Actually, it's it kind of my fault. It is. Because I made you restart your computer because we've been having some lag issues on the last couple of streams. And I, being a consummate professional who only accepts the best, made Derek restart his computer. Am I lagging? No, you're not. It doesn't. It's weird. It'll only lag once you start talking. And then, I don't know, it's like the weirdest lag I've ever seen. Because it's like, it'll like expand your voice and I'll contract it. I only notice it when I'm editing the video after. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I wanted you to go deeper into that explanation. That's, that's <laughs> all I got. Oh, I just wanted to point out um, if you're a slacktivist like me and you care about the issues, but you don't want to leave your house or have awkward conversations with stranger London start a podcast. Yeah. Oh. Start a podcast <laughs> for one or go to London drugs and buy this. Every child matters shirt for uh, $18 and you can support the orange shirt foundation. What's it called? I, I, Pulled it up because I knew I forget the Orange Shirt Society based out of Williams Lake, BC. So it's uh, to start awareness for residential schools and stuff. So I just wanted to point that out for everybody. Thanks, Dale. Mm. Doing, mm. doing your part. Also, happy Father's Day. Yeah. Well, hey, everyone. so first off, welcome to episode uh, 176. 76. Uh, of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we make the things, look at the things that make people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. Uh, I'm your co-host, Derek Bolin. I am your co-host, Derek Bolin. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuiter. How could it be a banger, man? Is it a thousand degrees in your apartment? Uh, Is that why? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you before we started. Can you hear the fan that's blowing on me? I can't. Okay. Is it blowing directly on you? It is. It is blowing directly on me. And sometimes it hits the mic and makes a whooshing noise. So I just want to make sure. You sound great. Okay. Um, you also sound great, by the way. Thank you. I know. I know. I don't have a fan <laughs> pointed at me, though. I wish I did. Um, I, uh, yeah, happy Father's Day. We are recording this, a very special Father's Day edition of, uh, of Outreach Factory. So happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, mm. I celebrated my Father's Day by going, well, did a little kayaking trip with Noah. Oh, nice. Uh, this morning and then uh, went for brunch and the cheap fucker made me pay for it. So thanks, <laughs> Noah. What? Your, your seven-year-old child couldn't even treat you on Father's Day? I know. What is he, Dutch? <laughs> I nice. can make those du- jokes because I'm Dutch. Wait, is going Dutch oh, allowed? So is that a real is that a real thing? Are Dutch people like yeah, notoriously going, cheap? Dutch people are notoriously cheap. So you don't have to say the other two ethnicities that are usually attributed to being cheap and are more racist than saying Dutch. You can't say Dutch people, you can't say those ones. No, but you could say Dutch. I give you permission to call Dutch people cheap because I grew up with a bunch of Dutch people and they're all cheap. So there. And uh, nobody enjoys a good deal like a Dutchman. I also wanted to give a shout out to everybody in the dead dad club. 
everybody whose father's passed away. I know today can be a specific reminder of what's missing in your life. I'm part of the club. I know some of our listeners are, so uh, stay strong. And I don't know, I guess have a child so you can retake back Father's Day. That's a lot more awkward than I wanted it to be. It was nice, though. It was a nice sentiment. And thank you for including those people, Dale. Yeah, no problem. So uh, do you want to get right into it or um, I mean, do you want to talk? You have any other updates going on? Uh, no, I do not. Oh, I just wanted to say this. Uh, Every Child Matters shirt. I like how they got in front of the uh, the problem that happened with Black Lives Matter. And then people said all lives matter. This time they're just like, look, we're going to skip Straight that up. whole set. We're not going to give the bigots any <laughs> ground to stand on. So we're just going every child matters. So it's nice. I'm I glad like that uh, people are learning from their mistakes. A world, the world is healing. Okay, let's get into it. Wow. We are on fire today. Let's I'm just-, just like, I'm so fucking, I wish I'd had a nap before this, but I did not <laughs> do that. <laughs> I love it because uh, also we were out until like what fucking 11, 11 p.m. last night. Yeah, that's uh, pretty late to not be in our houses. Got together with the bros for the first time uh, post COVID. Well, yeah. we're still in COVID, um, but mm. COVID's fucking done. We were out last night. The beach. There was a hundred thousand people there. That might be, be. That's not an official figure, but uh, yeah, there were yeah, there like large groups of like forty to sixty people. More than that, there are hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. But uh, yeah, sorry, I just fucking stepped right in the middle of your. I think we're having a weird dynamic because uh, I'm drinking a lot of iced coffee, and you seem like you haven't had enough caffeine, so. This is just going to be one of those lopsided um, uh, podcasts where I'm super awake and Derek is scrunchy faced. Classic outrage factory. What do yeah. we got on the fucking agenda? We're getting distracted by the comments. All right. Do you want to do we want? No. What? <laughs> Talk what? about what's going on in the comments right now. What? Or just sidestep it. What are you reading the comments? Aaron's butthurt that we didn't ask him out last night. Wow, he's just talking about it in the comments, and it's distracting you. No, we'll have, a, we'll have a private conversation amongst friends <laughs> yeah. on and that. We'll talk about it not in the main podcast feed. Um, yeah, so we're fully knocked off. Oh, and if you're listening to this or watching the YouTube, sorry. Uh, and if you don't know this somehow yet, we record this by doing a live stream over Facebook. And that way, people who can talk to us in the comments and we could talk back. But uh, one of our friends who didn't go out with us last night is upset that he wasn't invited. So everything's ruined. The whole thing's broken. And we're not starting over because it's our, we're already late. Because Derek had to restart his computer. Because I Dale made, made me Dale made me restart my computer. I did. I made Derek restart his computer because I'm a dickhead, and I only want the best. So, do you want to talk about? Well, okay. <laughs> now let's talk about it. Do you want? Okay, 
I was while I was waiting for your fucking computer to restart. I was doing some research. Oh, it's a research episode. Yeah. Guess what I was researching? Poop. Cow poop. So um, ever since uh, Elon Musk said that Tesla wasn't going to accept Bitcoin as payment because it has too big of a carbon footprint and he couldn't justify the earth heating gases that mining Bitcoin would make somehow. He said they weren't going to accept it. So but then so everybody's like, well, why don't we find alternate sources to mine Bitcoin, which it's weird because nobody's directly saying we've had the ability to find alternate resources to make electricity this whole time, but nobody gave a fuck until it affected our ability to make money by mining Bitcoin. So this, um, what is his name? A businessman from Bury. Ah, that's in the UK somewhere. I don't know where it is, but uh, he has invented, well, he didn't really invent it because, so basically what he did is he's got a rig that can mine for cryptocurrency off of cow poop or other waste, organic waste materials. And the way that this happens, I was like, that's cool. And then I was like, well, I should probably research how it does that. So basically what it is, is it's this big tank and you could put in, um, here, I looked it up right now. So it's called anaerobic digestion. An anaerobic just means without oxygen. So like your aerobics, your aerobics or aerobics gives I was like, your body a class oxygen. Of ster- steroids? Ana- no, that's anabolic. Never mind. Yeah. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah, you are. So uh, basically you just have this big fucking tank with a bunch of bacteria in it. And you could put in manure from animals. You could put wastewater biosolids, which is the fancy way of saying human shit. Uh, you could put food waste in it, or you could put any other organics. Like, we should have uh, done this in, or we should have done a different order with one of the other stories we're going to talk about. Why? What? What? What has more to do with poop? Because there could have been the human oh, shit tie-in. The Gerardio the- one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is perfect because we are we're already brainstorming the segue <laughs> for after this to go into NBA, NBC's uh, ultimate slip and slide. Okay, so where was I? Oh, yeah. So the other organics. So that's like um, fats and stuff that like they use from restaurants. So they stick it in this tank and this bacteria just fucking, I don't know, like touches it and eats it. And then on the other side of the tank comes out like uh, digestate, which is the solids and the liquids. And then a whole bunch of biogas, which they can then burn and make electricity or heat or turn into fuel or they can re-upcycle it a bit and turn it into natural gas. So basically, at the end of the day, all they're doing is they're mining Bitcoin on natural gas instead of energy from the grid. So what do you think about that, Derek? This is using this is used exclusively for Bitcoin mining, not which I don't even really fully understand. So they call it mining like it's cool, like you're digging into the earth and like, oh, extracting a Bitcoin. That's not actually how it works. It's a bunch of fucking computers. What? Like processing. So uh, basically you have an algorithm. Is that the right word? Sure. Where it's like, it's okay. It's the simplest form of this is 
it's a math equation that uh, takes a computer a certain amount of time to like process. So you have to get like to get like your computer to do more of these math equations at once. You need like a big server farm, which draws electricity for the computers to compute. And then every time it computes, it like makes more Bitcoin, but it's also adds to the blockchain because every time a Bitcoin goes somewhere, there's like, it's like stamped with the place. It's been, Oh my God, we're so bad at this, but it's basically it's tracked by computers and stuff. So that all also goes into the processing and stuff too. Did you just fall asleep on me, Derek? I, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how much of that was actually accurate, but sure, that sounds no, good enough to me. I know it's it's, it's hard to uh, get it accurate. Uh, yeah, but apparently, like, it takes an inordinate amount of electricity to run, like, basically these giant fucking computer farms. Uh, so yeah. now they are going to be turning to uh, poop, poop, cow poop. Yeah, I think this is also the anaerobic digestion is also the way they make uh, biofuels and stuff, which is basically. Um, fuel to run a garbage truck from a grease trap from a restaurant that was really popular a couple of years ago. They run garbage trucks. I think you need like a certain in my uh, scientific expertise, you need like a super big engine and that's why they usually only do it with buses and um, garbage trucks. I think you need a diesel engine to do it too. Yeah, because it's like it's biodiesel essentially, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. And then you'd got to get into like the difference between gas and diesel. And that's uh, outside my expertise, which you figure I'd know since I work in a heavy duty mechanics shop all day around heavy duty mechanics who do stuff with engines and motors and stuff. But yeah, but you're know. not like retrofitting these biodiesel or these diesel engines with like, what was the thing that they fucking had in, uh, Back to the Future 2, the doc just start, starts like feeding garbage in to power the flux, uh, capacitor. flux capacitor. Yeah, but like what's the garbage? It's like Mr. Garbotron 3000 oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't remember what it's called. It's that. Yeah, yeah. So basically it's a unrefined version of that. Basically. I'm pretty sure you couldn't run anything with like nuclear powered on this technology. Yeah. I don't think anaerobic digestion is there yet. You know what you could run nuclear power on is if you took this shit machine mm -hmm. and hooked up a giant slip and slide to it <laughs> and gave everyone on that slip and slide explosive <laughs> diarrhea and then sent them all down uh funneling the poo into the bitcoin generator yeah. uh and i gave everybody gerardia <laughs> yeah so apparently uh nbc show what the fuck is Ultimate Slip and Slide? Yeah. A game show, which I wasn't even aware existed until this. Uh, it this doesn't exist broke. anymore. <laughs> uh, but it, the, the production on this show was shut down due to uh, in, in the article I'm looking at. It has explosive diarrhea in uh, air quotes. Yeah. But basically, uh, a bunch of cast and crew came down with what did you say it's called? Gerardia. Gerardia. Which uh, is like just a waterborne uh, bacteria, parasites. 
let me see. Okay, you keep going. I'm going to look in this and see if it says if it's a parasite or bacteria. Yeah, basically it said, the story says up to 40 crew members fell violently ill uh, with people collapsing and being forced to run into porta potties due to awful explosive diarrhea, uh, according to a source. People also confirmed that one crew member tested positive for Giardia, a microscopic parasite that when swallowed causes diarrheal disease. Uh, samples came back negative, but additional testing on June 10th showed Giardia in the set surrounding area. So what they did is they got the world's biggest slip and slide and they just covered it with parasitical water <laughs> that gave everyone violent diarrhea. Uh, and uh, which is really like, that's the the next level in in game shows, right? Like we had to assume yeah. we were going to get here eventually. This is like the um, that Joe Rogan show, the next level. What was that? Where they had to do stunts or eat like cow dicks? Yeah, fear factor. Yeah. So this is like the combination of the two, where you have to do a stunt while eating bacteria. Yeah, uh, I'm. I miss the days where Joe Rogan was only a noted expert in eating cow dicks and putting like bugs. That that's like that's all he I should really be there. recognized for. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> should we go into that the the unofficial complaint about Joe Rogan podcast podcast? But yeah, where Derek and then complains we'll, about we'll Joe hit Rogan a Bible and, fact in about ten minutes. Yeah, and then I got we'll bust Bible out facts. a conspiracy theory. My conspiracy yeah. theory is that someone literally sprayed this slip and slide with the Giardia <laughs> uh, just to see what would happen if uh, the world's biggest slip and slide was covered with human feces. Do you think? I mean, I mean, neither of us are engineers. Do you think that would increase? So you have a normal slip and slide. Yeah. And you, you have a slip and slide covered with diarrhea. Next to it, you got two people of the same mass on each. Who's winning that race? Diarrhea slip and slide, water slip and slide. I gotta say diarrhea because that would be like a little bit of extra grease, and I feel like <laughs> diarrhea water would be a little slippery more because you'd have the bio oils in there, and then you could just have like a big tank at the bottom to could like collect all this and then you can mine bitcoin at the same time <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good oh yeah um the reason you haven't heard of this was because it was supposed to air right after the uh, summer olympics in august but they don't know if that was still going to go so like the people who wrote this article say it's up in the air of whether it's going to go or not the slip and slide or the Olympics? Both. Is the Olympics, are they finally like we're doing it? Fuck everything. Yeah, they're locked in. They're they're going ahead with it. Um, okay. Quick question for you. Mm -hmm. Summer Olympic events that would be improved with explosive diarrhea. Go. Pole vault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have the biggest arc. Uh, pole vault. Probably swimming, like you think a little oh. extra, like jet propulsion there. Yeah. Uh, what else? Hey, if you're watching this on the Facebook live stream right now, please tell us what summer Olympic events would be improved with explosive diarrhea. Did they have a break dancing this year? 
Oh, is that this year that that's actually going to be thoughts or was that going to be next year? Not next year, next Olympics in 2004, 14, 24. Oh my God. I thought it was the year 2000 for a sec there. <laughs> Holy shit. Nine eleven hasn't happened yet. Yeah. There was, there was no pandemic. The you world know, is still a, full of hope. It was a simpler time. Breakdown to be a sport of the Olympics 2024. Ah, okay. So it's the next one. What What's happening at this one? Summer Olympic sports. What Weren't we they going to have a demo with this one? Basketball, soccer, tennis, track and field. Weightlifting would absolutely be improved with explosive diarrhea. <laughs> Did you ever see? You've seen that video of the weightlifter um, who gets the like the prolapsed anus while he's. I avoided oh, it on the description alone. I was like, I don't need to see a guy literally shit out his insides. I mean, you don't No, you're not wrong. About I'd that. prefer not to actually water polo. Feel like that would be good. <laughs> Ar- artistic gymnastics. Mm. Okay. While we're on this artistic gymnastics, which one would be better? The hoop or the ribbon? The hmm. I feel like the hoop because you could get although a ribbon. Well, the ribbon, you're just like prone the whole time, right? Or are you doing like flips and shit? You could do flips like you could do like circles and then work the flip into the circle. Like you still got to do twirls and stuff because I almost feel like it would make the most sense in the ribbon because the the diarrhea could almost be manipulated to be a ribbon all on its own. Right. That's true. Like that's just part of the routine. Yeah. But the hoops, you're like. If you're doing that right, you're arcing that baby like they would have to have a splash zone in the crowd where like people in like parkas splash. and shit where uh, yeah, free, if- free uh, raincoats and Girardia pills. <laughs> you know what? You could do the ground tumbling and then for extra points, you could write your name in Braille as you're tumbling while you have explosive diarrhea. You could. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know what the demo, what the demo events at 2021 Olympics. What do we got? New disciplines in Olympic sports. You ready for this? Yeah. Surfing. Ooh. Sport climbing. I got to assume that's like rock climbing. Yeah. Maybe that's like uh, probably the same way they had in the X games. I want to say where they like. It's like they go in pairs and they go beside each other. This is my the universal hand signal for climbing. And then it's like <laughs> it's a head to head race to climb a wall. Don't have like um, the same rocks and stuff like the plastic ones that they just drill to a wall. Uh, skateboarding. <clears throat> Ooh, which is pretty dope. Two categories, street and uh, park. So nice. Yeah, and then uh, karate. How is karate like the least popular martial art going to be in there this year? Speaking of Joe Rogan, you figure he would have made jujitsu popular enough to be in the Olympics, or is jujitsu already in the Olympics? Well, Dale, a quick uh, <laughs> I love how we're talking. We just got quick sidetracked and we're talking about the Olympics, and we don't even know which sports are in the olympics jiu-jitsu is not an olympic sport but judo karate and taekwondo are whoa taekwondo is already in there yes how 
are they missing with like with the popularity of MMA? How are they? Oh, I guess. Okay, this is my reasoning. I just realized the answer to my own question is because karate and taekwondo are easier to score without actually fighting each other because it's like fencing where it's just if you hit each other, it counts as a point. So you don't have to like choke each other like MMA or like possibly pull a guy's shoulder out in um, jujitsu. I feel like MMA is another sport that would be vastly improved with explosive (laughs) diarrhea. Like, we'll just think like if a dude is covered with his own Giardia laced feces. Oh, my God. Are you grappling him? Are are you grappling him? No. Are you going to do it? Are you going to touch that? I wouldn't even grapple a guy who's covered in my Giardia soaked (laughs) diarrhea. Okay. You know who here? I got one. You know, who's planning on the Olympics going ahead? Naomi Osaka. Osaka. Oh yeah. Fuck that one up, Dale. (sighs) We spent like how long? Two weeks ago talking about this and I still fucked it up. So uh, we were talking about Naomi Osaka. (laughs) I still, I just about fucked it up again. (laughs) Skipping out on the French open. Because she didn't want to do after event um, press conferences and they like threatened to find her. So she was like, fuck you. I quit. And now she's preemptively saying she's not going to Wimbledon and she's going to go to the uh, Olympics instead. Which. Call me a curmudgeon. I don't think she should be allowed to go to the Olympics. Because there's this whole thing about the Olympics being like amateur sports like for people in amateur sports and once you go pro, you can't go into the Olympics. That's like a, that's usually it's a thing with like um, team sports. Like yeah. for a while they would well, remember back they had the dream team for, yeah, for basketball. And then they were just like, well, the reason they changed that is because they're like, well, there's no fucking point in like having eight other teams show up to get dummied by the U S every year. Although mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's still what happens, even like regardless of there being no NBA players on the teams. <laughs> uh, but they still allow they still allow fucking NHL players to play in like the ice hockey at the winter. But Olympics. they didn't for a while. There was a number of years where they didn't. I think they stopped in 88 and only started. Oh, fuck. We looked this up last time we talked about it, but I'm pretty sure they stopped for a while. I thought that then... was just due to like a labor disagreement between the, the NHL, like the NHL didn't want to give their players time off for two weeks, every four years to go to oh, that the winter was... Olympics versus the, that was the last like... Olympics. And then the Olympic committee said, if you don't let your guys go this time, you can't let them go next time, which is, do you think they're still going to do the 2022 Winter Olympics in China? Is yes. it Beijing again? Yes. Um, NHL athletes in Olympics. Because, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. The NHL has returned or agreed to return for 22 and 26. But they skipped. Um so the NHL did participate 1998 to 2014 and then 18 they skipped which was the one that we were just talking about 
where they didn't want to go. So yeah, I guess they're going back in, but there's this whole discussion around that where it's like, should the Olympics allow professional athletes and stuff? Cause remember that Canadian superstar figure skater of our youth, Kurt Browning. I do remember Kurt Browning. And there's this big controversy because he decided to go pro. So he couldn't go in the Olympics anymore. What is, what is pro in terms of figure skating? Uh, when you get, I don't, I don't know, I guess going to Disney on ice. Like I'm not or... trying to be little figure skaters. I'm just curious as to like what the delineation point between amateur and pro is. Uh, if it's not just getting paid to do the sports and allow and accepting sponsors and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Cause would there be pro back to the Google? Is there professional professional join us this week on dale and derek google things the world's leading podcast about your dale and derek googling things what do you got um whoa what is this so i'm pulling up the wikipedia um oh my god never mind this is explaining what figure skating is oh my god okay Okay, this is uh, stay tuned. Dale's still Googling. I mean, people are like, why wouldn't you Google this before? And it's like, did you think that we thought we would be talking about what it means to be a professional figure skater? Yeah. When we were preparing to talk about this podcast. Yeah. Do you think we sat down before and we were like, we should make a list of sports that would be improved by diarrhea? <laughs> we didn't. That's all. This is all just coming off to every week. We get together to bring you a show. That's basically just us riffing on each other's bullshit for a solid hour with a yeah. loose guideline of what we're going to talk about. And you Speaking know, which Dale, we started this. So it's, now you know what it's like to hang out with us. Like we were talking <laughs> exactly. about going out with the bros last night. This is what we did. This is it. We were talking about pro athletes shitting themselves. We were talking about everything else. Fuck boy but, summer. Uh, oh yeah. Fuck boy summer. That's this summer we decided what. So um, we were we were talking about how uh, basically uh, this like everyone has about like a solid year and a half of horniness pent up because like people mm-hmm. weren't dating a lot over the past unless you were already in a relationship. Single people, yeah. I think more than anyone had to bear the brunt of the uh, the pandemic loneliness. Yeah. COVID basically made every single person an incel. Unless they had someone on lockdown and yeah. now everybody's going to go crazy. And now ever like this, unlike any other summer, I think is just going to be like a horniness explosion where people have all of this pent up sexual frustration. So, uh, you know, if you're single, get out there, have a good one, be safe, wear protection. We don't buy need... stocks and condoms. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you're an investor, <laughs> Uh, go ahead and do that. But uh, yeah, this I think we will see some uh, some truly, yeah. uh, you know, eyes wide shut level orgies happening. This yeah, summer. definitely. Like uh, it's going to be like during the pandemic when they ran out of N95 masks, they're going to run out of condoms and then you're going to have to get like some cheap um, manufactured knockoffs. Like you can't get Trojans. You'll have to get like Trilgens or something Trilgens. <laughs> or just <laughs> repurpose those masks that are hanging in your house that you no longer have a use for. Yeah. You know, tie, tie them, 
Time out. I mean, if they could block the virus, they could definitely block your jizz. <laughs> I'm not a scientist, but I'm going to bet that jizz is thicker than a microscopic uh, virus. Yeah, oh, like a nano nanoparticles. You know what else? They already stop you from talking moistly, <laughs> as Trudeau said. Nice. <laughs> Man, remember those days? Oh, when the biggest thing to talk about was what Trudeau said was the talking moistly. Okay, so since we got off track and I know everybody is still wondering about the results from my Googling, I actually found an article that is titled, What Does the Term Turn Pro Mean in Figure Skating? I bet this has some answers. Once there were, I'll just read the whole. Are you reading the entire article? I thought you just found an answer for us. Oh, it's like half a page. Okay. So it's like you could turn into a skating teacher. Um, Uh, Shite. Okay. Derek, talk about what you think it means to be pro while I skim this entire article. Uh, I did see Aaron in the comments say basically it's if you accept sponsorships. Um, or maybe like, yeah, like you said, if you're, you're a teacher or like take a leadership position in some organization, uh, potentially I don't fucking know. (laughs) Um, yeah. Taking money or accepting an award changed the figure skaters live competitive figure skating. Um, the lines between what an amateur figure skater is and what a professional figure skater is have changed. You no longer have to be an amateur figure skater to compete, just an eligible figure skater. Eligible means these skaters qualify to participate fully in the activities of U.S. figure skating or Skate Canada and or the activities of the International Skating Union. Oh, man, there's a lot of reading here. Yeah, you know, we really didn't we, think we this figured through. just, you know, nobody's going to go and Google if what you said was factually correct. So just say say whatever you, know what? you want. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to post this article that I was fully willing to read, but decided nobody wanted to hear me read. I'm posting it in the comments right now. So you guys can go read that if you're following this live stream and I will put it in the show notes. If you're listening to this on download or watching it on YouTube. So there you go. We just taught everybody so much. How many people do you think at the start of this podcast were like, gee, I'm going to find out what it's like to be a professional figure skater as opposed to an amateur figure skater. Yeah. Or. I'm going to learn about explosive diarrhea today. <laughs> okay. Continuing on, which winter Olympic sports? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Bobsled is now just four guys sitting at a tub full of human poo <laughs> hurtling down an ice chute. All right. What else we got, Dale? Um, let me see. What did I put in the description of this, of what we were going to talk about? Um... Oh, yeah. Uh I did a poll the Wednesday A or nay, which I posted on Thursday because I was late and I totally forgot. Uh, was are you okay with people listening to music out loud when they're hiking? Yay or nay? And the results were ninety-one percent nay, nine percent yay. What fucking sociopath would say yes? They're okay. People go hiking into nature to get away. 
from the obnoxious exactly. sounds of everyday life. Like, I don't want to be fucking listening to some chuckleheads music. I want to be listening to silence. Exactly. Nature and birds. You know what? I got into my first Reddit flame war over this. Wait, really? Yeah. There because... were people arguing that it's okay to listen to music when hiking? Yeah, because I saw that this, like, somebody wrote, uh, I think it's a News 1140 wrote an article about it. Do you want me to pull up my flame war? Pull it up. Okay. I, I like it because it's like, um, it gives an excuse for what people, why people think it's okay. Um, let me see. Oh my God. I should have, should have had this all ready to go. Um, Tennille in her super, super secret comments to us is currently saying that she's not even okay with people playing music at the beach. Never oh, mind dude. hiking. I'll yeah. say beach is normally okay. Beach is an environment that is conducive to music listening. Uh, as long as it's not shitty music. Okay. okay. I found it. This is the comment that got me into a flame war with a dude. So this is what he said. I play music from my phone while I hike in more remote areas. It serves as a bear scare. Not true. And also passes the time on a long hike. What I mean by it doesn't serve as a bear scare is music's not going to scare a bear away. It does let a bear know that you're there so that you don't like come around the corner and scare the bear, but bears would hear you coming anyway. Um, and also passes the time on a long hike. If I wore headphones, I would be crippling my ability to, to hear things around me or, you know, crippling everybody else's ability to hear things around them. When you don't wear headphones, I don't have a bass boosted speaker or anything. And very rarely am I trailing someone else or being trailed. So there are exceptions to the rule. Now hiking the grouse grind, I would only wear headphones. And then this is what I wrote. It's not okay to play music in the woods ever. You're bothering people you can't even see because music carries in the forest. You've made about because uh, he made other posts defending himself when other people pointed out. I said, you've made about five posts giving different reasons to excuse what you are doing. You are a selfish dickhead who is ruining the peaceful tranquility. Wow, you went of the, in on this guy. <laughs> ruining the tranquility of the road woods for not only other people but also the woodland creatures big and small that are distressed by your music and then i for further boot i put y-a-t-a which stands for you, you are, are the, the asshole. asshole you are the asshole hey was this on the <laughs> vancouver uh yeah. subreddit yeah it was well yeah because i'm like if someone is referencing the grouse grind that's a very uh, oh yeah that's a very Dude, local i've got like i've never gotten any arguments on reddit but like this week I got in three and they're all in Vancouver. What were the other ones about? Now I'm curious. I got in a fight with someone else about this, the exact same one. And then another one, I made some flippant comment about the Canucks and some guy got all butthurt. How are there so many people arguing in favor of being able to listen to their shitty music? Cause it's Vancouver in the hike. So were the majority of the people on that thread pro they were hiking negative. music. They were or like, ne okay. Like that vote or that one where I said you are the asshole, I got 87 likes and the person who argued it got minus 27 because he said, tone it down, fella. This isn't an argument. There's no need to be hostile. I was trying to explain myself. You're going through my post history. You're the one with some issue, my friend. Might I suggest some meditation, a calm walk in nature with some music, perhaps? And then I said, nature would be nice if some chode isn't ruining it with their music. LOL. Got him. 
And then he said, I bet you wouldn't say that to me in real life. And then I said, <laughs> why would you make me listen to your music? <laughs> it's weird because Reddit is normally like, normally people are generally amicable on there. I find like oh, there dude. are far fewer arguments taking place on Reddit than there are. Uh, say on Twitter, which is a garbage dump of humanity and everyone's just angling for a fight all the fucking time. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like Reddit was where all the normal people were while everybody who wanted to pick a fight was either on Facebook or Twitter. But now as everybody's leaving those, I guess they're like, I guess Reddit's just getting popular enough that assholes are on there too. Yeah. I think that's it. You don't want... I don't want to <laughs> just make the podcast be reading about all the stuff that I said to people on nature. But yeah, so basically that was it. But, I like uh, how his initial response was like, oh, I'm not mad. I'm going to say something. He's like, <laughs> and then he immediately was like, oh, you never fucking say that to me in real life. Yeah, he, he immediately went <laughs> yeah. like gym rack douchebag. Blew your cover like, there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're just a dickhead is what you're telling me with this. Yeah, no, really I'm with you. I fucking I am sick of people playing music when you're hiking. It's the worst. And it's always music you don't like. You know who would probably play music while he was hiking? Who's that? Dave fucking Portnoy. Oh, Barstool shit. Sports. Yeah, because he doesn't give a fuck. He does not. That guy does not give him. a single solitary fuck. Uh, and that guy is a chode. Like, I'm not saying he's a terrible person. I'm just saying he's a terrible person. He's embraced his frat boy personality and stigma, and he's just running with it. He's a terrible person. Yeah. He's so. Sorry, you were just going to say he's terrible again. Yeah, I was just going to repeat how terrible of a of a person he is. Uh, and I don't think it's like like, yeah, his like shitty political beliefs and like repeated demeanment of women notwithstanding. I think he just has this tendency to like because um, Barstool Sports is very popular. Yes, very, and very they, popular. They have a very uh, I, rabid is the word I would use to describe their fan base. So like people mm-hmm. who like Barstool really fucking like Barstool. Uh, I do got to defend that I like Spit and Chicklets podcast. I do. I like lot. one of their podcasts. I like uh, Pardon My Take uh, with uh, with uh, PFT and Big Cat. Uh, that's that's one that I listen to pretty re- re- religiously. But mm-hmm. uh, Portnoy has this tendency to just like weaponize all of his followers. Whenever someone like fucking disagrees him or calls him off for being a shithead or like tells him what a bag of shit he is, he'll like basically like mobilize all the barstool for and all the fucking barstool sports guys are like this. Uh, well, not all of them, but the majority of them are like this where they'll just like, if you pick a fight with them, they'll just like turn their fucking followers against you. And, you know, the average person I don't think is well equipped to deal with like millions of strangers telling them to kill themselves. Um, so it's, it's usually a pretty bad thing when that happens, but, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, Portnoy just seems like a like I'm sure if you were friends with the guy, he'd be a cool guy to hang out with because he has more money than God. Uh, I feel and- like he wouldn't be because I heard him on a podcast and basically he spent the whole time saying how much money he had and how many girls he bones, which I mean, if I was 25 year old, Dale, I'd be like, well, this guy's kind of annoying, but this is pretty cool. But and now I'm especially I'm like, 
nobody fucking cares about how many dudes you screw. Like, even though it is fuckboy summer, Dave Pornoy, and you're well on track. <laughs> We don't we don't need the play by play of. Oh, he's fucking 44 years sex. old. Fucking yeah, come that's on, the other man. thing. You're Dad. an adult. He's older than You're us. a grown up. Like we might talk about Olympics being better with people shitting themselves all over themselves. That's true. But this guy's just immature. Yeah, <laughs> we would never brag about sexual conquest or having money. Mostly because we have neither of these things. You know what we do have? <laughs> Explosive diarrhea. And let me tell you how I would put that to use in an Olympic sport. Yeah. And you know what? And if you don't have money and you brag about your sexual con- conquest, then you get no more sexual conquests. Like, as soon as this guy runs out of money, girls are not going to touch him. Oh, and another thing, I'll put this picture in... Uh, in the uh, YouTube video or whatever. So if you're listening to this, go there. But if you look up a picture of this guy, he's one of those guys who every time he smiles, it looks like he's crying, which I don't know. Does that, count as, does that count as a disability? Like, am, I not, on am I not allowed to make fun of him that when he smiles, it looks like somebody like hit his foot with a hammer. He also there was this thing that uh, people called out for him because people were posting. He's a guy who like, uh, he fucking like hobnobs with the the rich and famous and like athletes and shit. Mm, the and rich and famous. In every picture uh, of him, it's like cropped from the waist up. But then somebody posted the full pictures, and in all of them, he's standing on his tippy toes to make him like he's still significantly shorter than these people. But like, imagine what a sad small man complex you'd have to have uh, to, to do this. Poor every... fella. I anyway. guess not everybody gets to be six foot, Derek. We were truly blessed. Was he banned for the uh, I mean, we were. I didn't realize it at the time. I grew up thinking I was average height. And then uh, once I I don't think it really like set in how truly blessed it is to be six feet tall until I joined dating apps uh, and saw that like, yeah, like six feet is like. Like you're in pretty good territory there. Uh, mm-hmm. And six feet seems to be the height that like the majority of people who lie about their height will lie about being. And yeah. And they show up and they're like fucking five, seven or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if it's where we were, grew up, like in Salmon Arm and everybody there was abnormally tall because we weren't even like tall compared to anybody else. Like we were mid range, like there's people taller than us and there's people shorter than us. But it's like you come to Vancouver and stuff and there's so many short dudes and you're like, holy shit. I didn't know people were this short. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's also, I guess, because there's a lot of people of ethnicities that are smaller statured, like um, South Asian races. You can't say that. I can't? You No. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Just don't. Just don't. Okay. No, so just I'm don't. just going to say some people from some parts of the world are shorter than there people from Salmon Arm. Yeah, and I good. didn't know that until I came to Vancouver, where some of those people from other parts of the world have moved here and live here because those people didn't move to Salmon Arm because Salmon Arm is full of bigots. Salmon Arm was not a particularly diverse place growing up. While it was, it did have a KKK problem for a long time up until the 80s. Yeah, what was it? We were featured on, uh, there was like a big, mag- like a national uh, magazine article that basically called salmon arm the most racist racist place in canada and there Mm -hmm. was like an ongoing public feud between 
uh, one of the college professors there who was a member of the Communist Party and then someone who was also uh, in the KKK. Which I guess you kind of got to give it to Sam and Arm for having a Communist Party and the KKK Party. Yeah, because I that's mean, diverse. Both ends of the spectrum. Diversity right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we should probably talk about what Dave Portnoy did. All right. And why we were talking about him. So he um, I'm going to pull up the tweet because I don't know. So, OK, so basically what happened was Dave Portnoy. This is going to show the. Uh, um, what did he say? OK, so I'll just read you the tweet because it doesn't make sense to me because I'm dipping my toe into investing. So I don't know exactly what they meant by this, but somebody added him. They say, uh, what are you guys doing to offset the revenue loss for CHD, which I'm guessing is a stock us pen, which I'm also guessing is a stock shareholders deserve a big fall football season and statewide gambling takeover. I love barstool, but I'm starting to, and I think said, rethink my thing. And then, what Dave Portnoy said was, Christ, it's not on the same thing. Ah, I hate when you like look up an article and they like link to the initial tweet and the reply separately throughout the story. So I have to go back to the main story. He basically just said he was going to teabag the guy. He was like, he was like, set a reminder for a year or something. Oh, yeah. He said, then sell. Set a reminder in your DMs for a year to set or set a reminder that in a year you send me a DM and then I'll come drop my nuts on your forehead, which basically I think he got kicked off Twitter because they thought he was threatening violence. But I think basically what he was saying was this is going to make money. So have fun selling now and then DM me and then the metaphor of dropping my balls on your forehead is you will see how much money these stocks have made and you will feel bad about your decision, sir, which he should have said. I mean, it would almost be funnier if Dave Portnoy, instead of saying, I'm going to put my nuts on your forehead was just like, you will regret this financial decision in one year. Good, yeah. sir. I mean, maybe that's what he'll say next time. Although knowing Dave Portnoy, no, he'll he just won't. double down. Yeah. Post actual pictures of his balls. Um, I just find it hilarious that like the guy has a like rich history of saying fairly offensive shit. And like that's as far as like that's just like a general frat boy comeback. Like I'm yeah, gonna teabag like you. A, that's like a regular day on this podcast. Say yeah. you're gonna put your nuts on someone's file. We don't really threaten our fans because they're so wavering threaten. as it is. Threaten. So we don't want to change chase any threaten. Of them that's a that's a bribe. If you head on <laughs> over to our Patreon today and donate, Dale and I will both bless your oh, head man. with our what's, testicles. What's that app we were talking about last week where you pay someone or the week before where you pay someone to um, like record a ma- cameo? Yeah. 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 Start a new app, but it's cameo, except for if you pay <laughs> us, we'll come stick our balls on your forehead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I don't. I'm sure Dave Portnoy will sign up. He'll be our whale. He'll be the big get. It'll be like you can sign up for him for a thousand dollars, or you could sign up for us for fifty. Twenty-five. I'd do it for twenty-five. Oh, both of us for fifty. Okay, yeah. 
There you go. You get a twofer. Twofer. Four, a four for her. Or a three for because I have two one and dot one. for twelve fifty. If you are suffering from the COVID pandemic and your oh. financials aren't. That's good. Because we so care great. about you and your financial shortcomings. <laughs> we offer a service aimed at everybody's financial standing. We do. We're inclusive that way. Yes, we are. You know what I thought you were going to say when you were talking about, you know, who would play music in the woods? I thought you were going to talk about Bruce Springsteen blasting his own music. Oh, I would. I would go for some Bruce in the woods. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Oh, it's like, yeah, like it would be awesome if. Okay, I'm going to go back on my word a bit, but this is the only way you're allowed to play music. Is if it's communal app and everybody can like open up their phone and just skip the terrible music you're listening to and pick the music they want to like a jukebox. Like, so if you walk by with a phone, I get to pick a song and then there's like everybody picks a song and it plays whatever everybody wants. That way I don't have to listen to your terrible music and I could force you to listen to my terrible music. Speaking of jukeboxes, before we go off into this fucking thing. Did you know that like there's a lot of internet enabled jukeboxes now powered by like this one service? I can't remember what it is, but you can basically like log in through a website and you can put money into it and you can like play music in like a fucking random bar somewhere mm-hmm. in America. Like you can pick the, the location that it is. I think the way it works is there's probably a number on the actual machine. Because I think I know where you're going with this, talking about the Chumbawamba guy. Yeah, the guy who did the fucking like Chumbawamba <laughs> for fucking like four hours while his wife was at the bar. He just played like top, like yeah. queued up tub thumping nonstop. Um, and it was funny because the business that he did that through sent a graph and tub thumping playing went way up because it trended on Twitter. So everybody started doing it at their local bar and tub thumping like charted on this company's app. What is it? Touch tunes, I think. Yeah, that sounds Can about right. This? Yeah. So I think it's like an app and you would prop my guesses. I'm not saying this from a knowledge base. I'm just saying from my educated guess is that it has like a location number and you put that location in and then you could queue it up. Check the mobile app to find a jukebox near you. And then, yeah, you could just uh, anyway, if they station those throughout the woods, you could uh, make oh, yeah. other people's experiences and you know that's what would happen. Nobody would aim to like make somebody's oh, experience God. in the woods better. We'd all be like, "Oh, here's fucking Cotton Eye Joe by the Rednecks," <laughs> or get get. Rick rolled, just Rick rolling everybody <laughs> all the time. Uh, mm. Anyway, what were, we, what were you, you saying? Know what Dale? they should do before we move on to Bruce Springsteen. What they should do is, you know how like when you go to a ski mountain, they have like the ranking of what the uh, what the trails are. Like there's like green square blue diamond to black diamond yeah they should have hiking trails and one is like silence so you can't like you, you like even talking is minimal and you just walk and you like for people who are going to nature to get nature and then there's like communal trail where it's like you go with your friends and it's just like a place to meet in the woods and you go and you talk and you hang out. And then there's the douchebag trails where you could just fucking anything goes. You could scream, you could play music, you can run up and down them. And then like all the joggers have to go on the douchebag trail and stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah. It would take a lot of uh, 
A lot of overhead, though. Oh, one more thing. Do you think we're going to see less? (laughs) Bring it in. Less people doing this now that COVID's officially over and Fuckboy Summer started. I I hope so. Like, or the people we see doing it are all going into the woods to fuck. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, like hiking, because you could basically for the past like year and a half, you could only do outdoor activities. And yeah. I think for a lot of those people, like they were probably like, "Whoa, hiking's actually kind of dope. I'm gonna keep doing it." But I think by and large, the majority of people are just going to be like, fuck the outside. I'm going to a movie theater or going to hang out in a bar all day instead. So, yeah, like uh, people are going to now that you could go to restaurants and coffee shops and stuff, they'll go there. Instead of taking up my precious woods where I go to meditate and reconnect with my spiritual self. Yeah, sir. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. This Bruce Springsteen thing. So uh, the states, uh, where was it? Broadway said that they weren't going to allow, they were only going to allow Moderna and Johnson and Johnson vaccine people to go to their shows. And one of the examples was Bruce Springsteen. So Bruce Springsteen show, you could only go if you had Moderna or uh, Johnson and Johnson. And then up here, not passing up a chance to bitch about something that would probably never really affect them anyway. Everybody who, like me and Derek, had two AstraZeneca vaccines are like, holy shit, we can't go see Bruce Springsteen on Broadway if we went to New York and the thought of going to a Broadway play didn't make us feel physically ill. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of Broadway plays I'd go see, but I'm all, I was also like, so people were kind of flipping out about this being like, what the fuck? Uh, I myself was a little worried because I think... Um, Overall, I was just like, well, shit, what does this mean? Because for a long ass time, the government was like, just take the first fucking shot you're offered. AstraZeneca is generally safe and it's as good as the other vaccines. Uh, So go ahead and get it. And it's not going to impact your life in any meaningful way. Uh, And then the more time passes, the more they're like, well, AstraZeneca is kind of a shitty vaccine that nobody likes and doesn't really do its job particularly well. And it's dog shit against these variants. And, uh, oh, by the way, now that, uh, you know, one, it was just one fucking Broadway play that I was never going to see regardless. Um, Mm. But I think for me, I looked at that and I was like, does this mean that like, like AstraZeneca, people who have received this vaccine are just going to be like second class citizens for the next until we get our booster shot next fall or whatever. Um, Yeah, it's nuts because we're going to be like. It's, it's actually kind of rad because we could be like anti-vaxxers, but so we can like th- troll each side of the anti-vaxxer debate because we could troll people who like got the Moderna. We could be like, haha, you're fucking with your DNA and shit. And then they could go, well, you're an anti-vaxxer. You'd be like, well, actually, no, I got vaccinated. And then you could troll the people who are anti-vaxxers. And you could be like, you're going to die because you didn't get a vaccine at all. And then we just get to live comfortably in the middle. It's like how we've been for the last whatever 10 years with politics where we could just be in the middle and make fun of the Judging left everyone. and right. Yeah. yeah. Fuck them all. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to still get COVID, but you know, ah, we're not going to get COVID. Their COVID's not real. Um, Who are you uh, talking to? Noah is. Oh, he got dropped off. He's here now. Noah, say hi. Hello. Um, hi, Noah. 
Uh, I guess yeah. he can't hear me. So uh, <laughs> he cannot. Um, but the Broadway show ended up basically walking that back. But I think there's still like the national, whatever, NACI, NACI, NACI. Yeah. yeah. The ones who told us not for. to get Mo- or, uh, AstraZeneca in the first place. And then they, they were like, all right, you can fucking get it because we need people vaccinated. Yeah. And now they're like, we told you not to get it in the first place. Well, so now they're being like, okay, they've issued revised guidance being like, they're kind of, they've been fucking all over the place. Uh, they were yeah, like, don't everybody get, has with COVID. Don't get AstraZeneca. Uh, and then do get AstraZeneca. And then if you got AstraZeneca for your first shot, it is recommended that you get AstraZeneca for your second shot. And now they are. And then they said you can get any shot. And now they have like done a complete walk back and said, even if you got it for your first shot, you should get uh, Pfizer or Moderna for your second shot. So and now they're saying if you got AstraZeneca for your first and second shot, you should probably go get a Moderna. And I am not doing that, sir. I, I might do that. I'm going to wait no. until they find out like what happens with the the third shot after you get another one. Like, Oh, yeah. And then they tell us clearly and concisely when they yeah. do all the science responsibly and they figure out everything about it instead of just like changing their mind every week. Yeah. Like like so probably by like <laughs> January of next year, we should know what yeah. we're doing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so there was like, I don't know. I still get the impression because, uh, I'm going to, uh, the States in a couple weeks to celebrate my Ooh. wedding anniversary with my wife, Ooh. uh, Canada way to celebrate fuckboy summer, Derek. I'm going to celebrate my wedding anniversary you know? and not have sex with women <laughs> who aren't my wife. I mean, my, exact, my wife is a woman. Uh, yeah. you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't change a thing. Well, I hope you're still having sex with her. So you can have married guy fuck boy summer. Does Me that still too. count? Yeah. Yeah. Can we still do this thing? How much All how right. much pent-up horniness does does your wife have? Um <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh but probably I was, a lot. How about that? Let's yeah. say that. She has a lot because of this. Fair. Yeah. Who would who wouldn't be immediately <laughs> horny all the time? Just looking at that. Um, but Canada is supposed to be relaxing the guidance on like quarantine hotels and shit for people who are fully vaccinated. Yeah. So I'm assuming that by the time I come back to the country, I will just be able to like come home and quarantine here until I get my negative test. But I'm a little part of me is like, well, everyone's kind of shitting all over AstraZeneca right now. So maybe they'll be like, oh, if you got AstraZeneca, you still have to you still have to go to the hotel. You still have to do the hotel quarantine. Oh, yeah, I don't think they are. I think. It's weird because I thought they're like, I thought they were like a millimeter away from giving up on the vaccine passport altogether just because they're sick of people like whining about it. Like, did we just like forget what herd immunity was? Like, we're at a vac- vaccinated, we're like, what, 75% everybody's vaccinated in BC. Yeah, so we so- should just be like, we got herd immunity. Well, let fuckboy summer start. I mean, fuckboy summer can start as long as it's within your own community. Uh, yeah. I don't because you have to think like herd immunity is only as good as the size of the herd, right? And if we're like, 
oh, we have herd immunity, but now we're bringing in this other herd where only 40% of the people are vaccinated, that's like true. say the United States, then that's a much bigger uh, vector. So for, you're, for you're telling spread. us you're screwing with our fuck boy summer because you're going to the States and you're going to gonna wreck our herd immunity. I'm going to bring back a couple variants with me. I mean, BC is in pretty good shape right now. Like we're what, 75, yeah. 75%? Yeah, because we're a nanny state and we're all Melvins and we're like, fine, I'll do it. Just stop telling me what to do. And like part of me is like, OK, I understand that the immunocompromised and there are people out there who like can't get the vaccine, mm-hmm. which like, fine, let's put those people in a bubble somewhere for the next few months. And then for all the anti-vaxxers who won't get the vaccine, let's just fucking let COVID tear through them. Yeah, give exactly. them like give them the, the toughest variant there is and be like, here you go. Go spread this at your stupid we walked by a fucking, it was the funniest shit yesterday. We were walking yeah. down uh, Sunset Beach in Vancouver and we see these like weird fucking anti-government signs and we were like, oh, this is, this is definitely like an anti-masker rally. And it's like 10 sad middle-aged people like dancing, uh, having a freedom rally. And meanwhile, they're just surrounded by fucking free people not wearing masks like going about their lives yeah just people who don't give a fuck about anything they're like we're outside we can do whatever we want it's fuck boy summer we bought port we brought portable speakers we're just gonna dance yeah it was crazy it was so it was fucking weird that like i'm like it felt a little it made me sad for them. I'm like, are you like you're having a freedom rally amongst all these other free people who look like who look to be having much more fun yeah, they're, than they're you like are almost having sex over there. Uh, you guys are doing twirly old people dancing over here. <laughs> Go get in the not a rave party over there. Yeah, you'll have way more fun. I still don't know if it was a rave per se. I, there were not. There that were was not my joke, sticks. Derek, of me there being not, an old man. And not knowing not, what a rave is, they were not like, this is a rave. Yeah, there, they probably didn't have sticks. enough Molly <laughs> to be a rave either. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Judging from uh, from the amount of hugging and touching I saw going on, maybe they hugging did. and touching. You said maybe it's just if this hugging and touching isn't a rave, then I don't want to go to a rave. <laughs> All right, we got anything else going on? Is that how we know it's fuckboy summer? Because all the hugging and touching. Yeah, one hundred percent. Lingering. I like. I like how because of COVID and the pandemic, our views on intimacy has gone back to like a grade seven sock hop, where it's if you touch <laughs> each other, it counts you're, as sexual activity. You're banging. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, that's basically like you have to wonder for how many people is that the extent like how many people over the past couple of weeks have just like in Canada and the US they've been doing this shit for fucking ever yeah. but like in Canada just hugged just hugged someone for the first time in like a year and a half how many people are getting that experience and does that That's feel like nuts. sex <laughs> does it I don't know I've been hugging people this whole time I mean I hope I'm nobody's crazy. gone a year and a half without a hug and then okay So you go a year and a half without a hug and you hug somebody and you sport wood because it's the first time you've touched someone in a year and a half. What's the social protocol? Do you let it go and be like, that's COVID wood? It doesn't count. They're not actually attracted to me. They're just happy to be touched. Or do you bring it up? Be like, sir, madame. Well, I guess a madame can't. Oh, actually, we want to be gender inclusive. So, sir, madame. 
I understand your erection is touching me and I would appreciate it if you don't. Or do you let it go? Derek? Oh, are you asking what I would do personally? Why are you making the face? I handled that perfectly. It wasn't as well as I would. Mm -hmm. Gender inclusive. Women can have boners too, Derek. There you go. Um, That's what it means. Are you asking what I would do? Yeah, personally. If what someone, are you going to do next time I hug you and I get a bone? And you get a bone? I feel like that's where this is going. I'm like, Dale, that's every yeah, time we I'll hug. Just, uh, I'll just put the feelers out. Be like, and so I'm what would you do? Like, yeah, okay. It's fine. You'd be like, the boner's okay. It's the crying that makes me feel uneasy. I mean, that, that too. I mean, we're all a little emotional and our bodies are excited. And there's going to be, yeah. it's not some guy. Uh, I thought, oh God, there's this guy on Twitter and he just fucking irritates like to the point where i muted him and he's like this progressive guy from uh edmonton and many of the people who follow me also follow him and he just says the most fucking ridiculous like rudimentary shit like racism is bad and i smiled at a black child today to let them know that as a white and people go for this and like he tweets something like this and he gets 800 likes on it and all these women fawning over him in the comments uh and i'm just like this guy's a fucking more like this guy has bodies in the backyard 100 because nobody <laughs> has to like go on the internet and say this shit in order to make people believe they're a good person yeah um but he had a tweet and it was like oh just just a friendly reminder to everyone that you're gonna be seeing your friends and you haven't seen their bodies in a long time and you do that you do not get the right to comment on their bodies you don't say a goddamn thing about it and i was like yeah no fuck buddy like we're not gonna go out there and be like wow you got real fat like you yeah. just people know to not <laughs> do this who the fuck are you talking to yeah it's like dude I like I hate when people do that because they tweet just assuming everybody is Dave Portnoy level dickhead. Yeah. They're like, hey, everybody, every single person out there on Twitter who is a Dave Portnoy, don't call each other fat because that's mean. It's like, dude, we know it's mean. Fuck off. Well, I just we like, make fun of each other because it's funny. Not I always feel like there's a level of like projection in there. Like I on the inside am a shitty, shitty person. So I have to tell everyone else yeah. how to behave properly because that's my view of the I don't know. The guy yeah, just dude, like, it's like oh, people are most offended by what's mirrored back at them. So he's like, obviously, he looked in the mirror. He's fatter than he's comfortable with. And he's like, nobody better fucking tell me I'm fat. Yeah, I'll be pissed. Yeah, it's like nobody's going to call you fat, dude. And if they are, they're not actually your friends. Yeah. Like if like I like how he's like, oh, you're going to go meet some friends and you haven't seen them in a while. They might call you fat. It's like, no, they won't, because then they wouldn't be my friends because yeah, I don't be like shitty. when people are mean to me. How about this? Yeah. If people call you fat, just cut cut them out of your life. You don't have to deal with that bullshit. Exactly. That's the one good thing about COVID. It taught us. It's like, if you have to, you could deal without seeing these people in real life. So all of your friends that were kind of your friends, but you were kind of holding on because you didn't want to like wreck your social structure or whatever. Just fucking cut them out. Be like, see, see ya. I saw, I saw all these articles being like, this is a chance for us to remake our, our social circles and like we we all realize like who is important to us and it's like i look at the people i talk to now and the people i talk to at the beginning of covid and they're the fucking the exact and the people i talk to <laughs> all through covid they're the exact same people like i didn't like i wasn't like oh i can fucking cut these fuckers it's like literally all the same and i just yeah. kept talking to the people who were already my close friends yeah, I, I think that's just because we got sick of pretending people were our friends when we turned like 
30, 10 years ago. <laughs> like now that we're 40, <laughs> it's like, I only, ha- I could only stay outside till 8 PM. Otherwise I'm too tired. And I only have my old man. Energy level is like dwindling every day. And I don't have time to spread that out amongst uh, acquaintances. Like many, many friends. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of work. Exactly. Um, all right. I got to go probably cook some food for my kid on this. Yeah. The day Just of father's your life. Fuck him. What? <laughs> yeah. You that's who that you know, I thought it's about too- it. And the people I need to say goodbye to are my own child. I'm finding our relationship codependent and you're too emotionally <laughs> needy for me. So I'm cutting you out of my life. <laughs> I'll let you break it to him. Uh, hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for episode 176 of uh, mm-hmm. Outreach Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and explain why they're done for caring. I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can uh, uh, follow uh, yeah, go, go, the podcast go. Twitter at OutrageFactPod. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us on Facebook where you might be watching this live stream, but if you prefer the, uh, silky smooth sound of our voices, uh, head on over to Facebook at Outreach Fact Pod and drop in for one of our live videos. They're a lot of fun. Uh, we have a lot of audience engagement. We get like 10 comments and it's mostly people telling us how fucking dumb we are. So, uh, also, um, yeah. And they're like, we call them research assistants because they, tell us what we're googling just so we don't they don't have to suffer through us looking it up yeah they just they basically fact check us on the spot and tell us when we're when we're just fucking full-on wrong yeah if you want to go uh yeah you can find us on all your apps and stuff please like and subscribe even if you listen to us uh go to youtube and like all our videos did you say even if you listen to us yeah i meant like even (laughs) What I meant to say was if you've already downloaded us and you get us downloaded, just subscribe to us because that way it shows up. I don't know. Even even if you've listened to us in the past, <laughs> please write us a nice review. Unlike all those bots that yeah. we pay to well, do. Well, I mean, like if you download us on an app or you just or you go to YouTube and okay, if you go to YouTube and you watch us, but you aren't subscribed please subscribe and like our videos. And that way, maybe one day we can make money doing this. That'd be great. That'd be nice. Oh, and if you want to just give us money, just give us money. Yeah. Um, like hand it to us next time you see us in person. Yeah. Oh, I also want to point out uh, how much self-control I had because I didn't bring up a conspiracy theory or something I read or in the Bible. Bible. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, join us for next week's episode where it will be uh, one half Bible updates and one half conspiracy mm-hmm. theories from from Dale. There's a talking donkey in the Bible. It's fun. <laughs> uh, until na- until next week. Stay angry. Fuck boy summer. Fuck boy summer.